Yo, Counter Attack Podcast with myself, Daps, again. I told you guys I'm going to be giving you at least two a week for the World Cup. So um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you took in the last one. Um, we need to get the views back up. We need to get the engagement back up. So guys, just, just let me know what, what, what you're thinking about it all. So make sure you like, subscribe, share. Um, obviously just finished watching the England match. Oh, mate, I'm not going to lie to you. It was awful. Absolutely awful. Absolutely awful match. Um, I'm just going to make this very, very quickly. I mean, make this very, very quick. USA dominated that match. I feel like coming into this match, there was an air of arrogance. Like it was already a foregone conclusion. And anyone that has one, being keeping tabs on USA, you know that, you know, they've got stuff cooking. They've got a couple good players coming through and they really they really have invested in into the youth. So it was never going to be um, an easy one. And two, anyone that's been watching England over the last 12 months, maybe some might argue longer, anyone that's been watching them over the last 12 months will know that this was, it was coming. This is what we've been seeing. You know, and all that talk about oh, it's this Nations League, and when when it really gets down to it, when it really comes down to it, England are gonna perform. No, no, that's not what we saw today. Iran only papered over the cracks um, in the first twenty minutes against Iran. You wouldn't have have known who the superior team was, you know. And I just think that it was a real toothless, a real empty performance from England. One thing that before I get all the madness out, let me just big up Harry Maguire. Um, Harry Maguire gets a lot of, he's got a lot of hate. Some might say rightly so. I'm not his biggest fan. I didn't think he should come to the World Cup. But um, what I will say is that he defended well today. He was England's best player. Probably the only player England had that actually played well. I think he dominated in the air. He won all these duels. And even on the floor, which is where he struggles a lot, um, he did well and so I have to big him up big him up because he played well gosh the rest of the team now it was bad I feel like with England and I've said I said this on the last podcast if you guys remember anyone that takes the game to England England struggle England England like playing against teams that that sit low block okay and invite the pressure on for England to break them down. But any team that takes it to them, they really do struggle. And I said before, I was in a Twitter live with um, with Lloyd Sam um, before the match. And I said, if, if USA take the game to England and don't just sit back, England going to struggle. Because one thing about England, England don't have the players who can cope with that. And then, you know, take the bite out of out of attacks and just control possession. You know, last podcast I spoke a lot about Jude Bellingham. That's not his game. I'm seeing that um, a lot of people online during the match were were talking bad, saying he can't control a game and blah, blah, blah. He's 19 years old. The potential is there. Can he do it right now? Is he at that level? No. But that's where you need, you know, better player and better players in your team who could also do that. Or just, to be honest, it's not even having to control a game. I think 
what England lack are players who are really comfortable, like receiving the ball and doing what's needed to 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 do on the ball. When England play football, it's like it's hot potato. So yes, Bellingham can't control a game, but I don't think that you have to be able to control a game to to be a good midfielder. I don't think that that um, that game was missing someone to control the midfield. I think what it was missing was just a, a were just players who were just wanted the ball and who were comfortable on the ball and who demand the ball. Do you get what I'm saying? Every time someone got the ball in that game, it's just like, oh no, you take it, you take it, you take it. So during the match, I was saying, in regards to Bellingham, he didn't play his best, but he always wanted the ball. He always showed for the ball. He wasn't hiding. And a couple of players were hiding in that in that game, to be totally honest with you. Declan Rice hid. I'm not going to... Declan Rice hid. Mason Mount, the biggest hider, played... He, he was doing hide-and-seek for the whole game. Um... Sterling was non-existent. Saka, I love Saka, non-existent. He tried. Oh, it was just, it was just not the performance um, you expected to see. And am I surprised by it? No, I'm not surprised. Um, what I am surprised by um, is the fact that it took, everyone could see that changes were needed. It was glaringly obvious. But Gary Southgate took so long to make changes. And he'll look at it and be like, oh, I told you, four at the back is what you wanted. And and we'll go on and like, that's the, that's the attacking move needed. But you've got players who can come on and change the game. You've got players who are actually progressive, that actually want to get on the ball, make stuff happen. But, you don't use them. And when you do use them, it's too late in the game. First substitute, I don't know what's going on. Ob- everyone could see America, USA, had England pinned in in that second half. So you need players who just take the pressure off, relieve the pressure. His first substitution is Jude Bellingham off and um, Henderson on. Like, what? The, I, I, I don't know. The only player on the pitch that actually wants the ball and actually wants to make stuff happen, even though it's not happening for him in that moment, but it wasn't happening for any of them, is the one you take off. To bring on Henderson, another person who isn't going to, you know, get the ball down and control it and relieve pressure. No, it's just, I felt like it was very negative. I felt like it lacked ambition. And even the commentators were saying, like, oh, it was, it was doing everything to get the draw, like avoid defeat. And if England want to go on and achieve things and win a World Cup, win this World Cup, that mentality has to go because when you come up against the bigger teams, the better teams, they're going to make England pay all day long, which is what I expect to see happen anyway, which is why I said, I don't think they get past the um, the first knockout game. I don't think they do. It will depend on who they play. But... There's opposition, we've seen there's teams who are lesser opposition, let's just say, who are taking it to teams. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't know, Gareth waited ages. Mason Mount played 90 minutes. Mason Mount played 90 minutes, guys. And anyone that knows me knows I'm not that guy that's just going to come and rubbish players, but Saka was bad. He came off. Um, 
Sterling was bad. He came off. And that's okay. But Mount played 90 minutes. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what. He Honestly, he must be honestly outrageous in training because I don't know. I, I just don't see it. You're playing in the number 10. You're playing in the hole. And all you're offering is is hard work. You know, run down, chase the ball down when it goes back to the keeper, make it look like you're doing something. I don't know. And I'm not here saying he's rubbish or anything, but I just don't think that he should have been on. I think that, should he have started? No, in my opinion. But once you started him and you can see it's not happening, he should have been the first to come off, in my opinion. Um, Again, Harry Kane didn't score against Iran, but he played he played well against Iran, so I'm not going to hold him to that too, too, too much. But these are the games where I expect to see big players show up. And people might say, oh, you just don't like Harry Kane. I like Harry Kane. I don't like that he plays for Tottenham, but I like Harry Kane. I don't think he's world-class, but that's two games in now against opposition who he normally relishes like playing against, like the lesser opposition, and he hasn't scored a goal. Against Iran, like I said, he played well and didn't get a goal, which happens. So I'm okay with that, to be honest. But USA, he didn't really do anything. There's times where he should have been in the box. There was a cross that went in. I forgot who it was, but because he's busy dropping deep, he wasn't able to be in the box for that. And I just don't think it was it was a good performance from him. I, think, I don't think it was a good performance from anyone, but those are the games where you want your star strikers to make the difference. When you know your back's against the wall, like it was, USA had England pinned in, pinned in, controlled the game for that entire match. And when that happens, you know, the the you're not going to get so many chances, but the chances you do get, you need to be putting them away. You need to be making stuff happen. So I'm not going to put it all on Kane. Like I said, Trippier, I, I thought Trent should have played. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. When you have players on the bench who, who can come on and make a difference, you have to use them. So the fact that he kept Trippier on, when Trent, you know, is a forward-thinking player. He's a player that can that can make something happen with one pass. Do you get what I'm saying? And you're, yeah, anyway, he should have come on. You put Henderson on, but if you had any ambition, you would have even put Calvin Phillips on, someone that, can, that actually wants to get on the ball and, and do stuff. Because Henderson came on just to chase shadows. Tyler Adams bossed that midfield the entire game. Tyler Adams and Musa shot them out every time. Shout them out every time. Tyler Adams is an absolute baller. Today, he got involved in, he was doing a lot of the dog work. You know that dog work, the work that no one really wants to do, but he was doing it and he was doing it well. But the one thing I like about Tyler Adams as well is that he can play. He doesn't hide, he can play. Musa was just, you know, that is pace and power. Pace and power and he can play. America has some stuff cooking do you know what I'm saying? They really, they really do have some stuff cooking. And, you know, they even managed to bring on Rayner, who is an, another talent coming through. Uh, it's, you know, credit to um, America for, for, for the match that they've played today. You know, I'd, they controlled it. I think that game was easier than the Wales game for them. Wales gave them a tougher time, which in itself s says it all, because Wales were poor. So... 
Yeah. I don't don't know. Matt Turner, honourable shout-out to Matt Turner. Everything he had to do today, he did well. America, they they played well. Do you get what I'm saying? And and, and they played like a team. England looked disjointed. They just looked tired. They looked like there's no plan B. They looked like there's no plan A. And I I tweeted that that performance has something very Ole about it. And I mean Ole in regards to it looks like there's no... It's just vibes and waiting for... It looks like it's just vibes and waiting for an individual to come up with something out of the blue and bail them out. That's li- that's literally what it looked like. So, I don't know um, where England go from here. They're going to beat Wales. You know, they're going to qualify from the group. But it's that was really, really poor. That was really, really poor. And... Um, I haven't actually listened to what Gareth Southgate has to say about that, but, you know, he can't complain. When people say you're negative, when people say, oh, um, you're defensive, like, he can't complain because stuff like that, it's madness that Foden did not come on. I don't know if Foden's injured or whatever, but it's ridiculous that Foden just, just did not come on. And Mount played 90 minutes. I'm not here to rubbish Mount, but... He didn't play well. Let's let's keep it all the way. Get me. He didn't play well. And you're taking off all these other players that didn't play well. But Mount is playing 90 minutes in the 10. When you've got Foden on the bench that can come on and do something. But again, I don't know what Southgate sees. I don't know what, I don't know if Foden's injured or what. I, I, I don't know any of these things. So it was just interesting. It's interesting to see that. And they need to buck up their ideas. But um, guys, let me know what you think about um, that England performance. Let me know what you think about the players on the pitch. Let me know what you think about the hope going forward. Is it coming home? I don't think it is. Um, And we'll just take it from there. But honourable shout out again to Tyler Adams. Musa played really, really well. Um, While I'm here, which other games have, have happened Netherlands played Ecuador today, which was a good match. I enjoyed that match. I think Netherlands, um, this is the thing. When when the World Cup starts, there's always that thing about Holland where it's like, oh, you know what, they might just do it. They've got enough talent there to be an underdog. So they might just do it. But then they turn in that performance today where they always just seem to give teams a chance. I, I just don't get it. There's times where they look like, yeah, oh, they're playing some good, good stuff. But then by the end of the match, I felt like Holland were were lucky to to come away with a draw because Ecuador were pushing and, and pressing and missed a couple opportunities. That one, one that hit the bar, that disallowed goal, which shouldn't, they had a disallowed goal, which shouldn't have been disallowed. So was that the right match? Yeah, that was the right match. I think it was. Yeah, 100% it was, yeah. The goal should have been disallowed for offside. So, you know, Holland, for me, they're probably going to go out 16, you know, last 16. Yeah. Brazil look good. I hate that Richarlison got the two goals. I really hate that because he plays for Tottenham. So, but... Credit to him, do you know what I mean? He's he's done what he's he's needed to do. 
And um, yeah, Brazil look like, you know, they're going to get started. What I don't like here is that Neymar being who he is, he's always going to get bad tackles. But I feel like the tackles just... Like, and nothing can be done because you can give a yellow card, you know, it's, but they're not straight. I, I don't know because for him to be injured now for what's looking like the remaining group games at least is is unfortunate. And, you know, I, I don't like, you know, the, the notion that in order to stop him, you just got to just kick him out of the pitch, kick him off the pitch and injure man. Like, no. Nah. Nah, but hopefully, you know, he does come back and, he, you know, and play a massive part because I do honestly believe that Brazil will win the World Cup. Um, obviously, Argentina lost already. We've spoken about that one. Argentina play tomorrow. So let me know what your predictions... Um, actually, do Argentina play tomorrow? Let me quickly see. Uh, Maguire. Oh, I'm typing Maguire in. Rent-free in my head. World Cup fixtures. Okay, so tomorrow is Tunisia, Australia, Poland, Saudi Arabia, France, Denmark, uh, Argentina, Mexico. Ooh, Argentina, Mexico. That match is going to be beef, bro. Going to be bear fighting. But yeah, guys, let me know what you think about France and Denmark, Argentina, Mexico, Poland, Saudi Arabia, yeah, and Tunisia, Australia. Let me know what you guys think is gonna is gonna be are gonna be the scores. Um, I like that the big boys are are showing up. The big boys, so Mbappe for France showed up, played well. Um, Messi's got his goal, but you know Ronaldo got his goal. Um, Portugal looked good. Portugal looked good. Um, but Ghana still managed to get two goals, which is is a worry. But Portugal looked good. Actually, do they look good? I felt like you know what is with Portugal, yeah. Portugal have the the that great talent. They've got really really good players, but I just feel like they're just very like they they're very passive with their play. Like if they are just up the tempo a little by ten percent yesterday, they would have got Ghana out of it. But instead. It's a side to side, side to side, very slow. And with the talent that they have, um, it's, it's very, it's surprising that they play that way. But then that manager that they've got, that's the way he plays. But if they were to just play with a bit more tempo, they could be a real, um, a real threat. But I think with the way that they play right now, they give teams a chance. They do give teams a chance. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. This is just a quick, a quick update. Um, did I miss any other matches? I'm going to try to do another one on Sunday. So in that time, Japan played Costa Rica. Oh, Japan. Let me talk about Japan. You see Japan, yeah? Oh, yeah, because obviously Japan played Germany. Um, and Japan have some technicians. They have some technicians on their team. And I'm loving the upsets right now, honestly, because there's no there's no easy game. And I think football has developed so much that teams who are from like lesser teams, let's just say, they've still got players with crazy ability. They've still got really 
technical players. They've still got players that will run a mile for the team. So when you get a team like Japan, who have players like Asano, who have players like, um, oh, Sugar, what's that one from Brighton? Totally forgotten the one from Brighton. Who have Tomiyasu, do you get what I'm saying? Yoshida. Players who are just ready to to all play together and leave everything out on that pitch. You can't, you can't afford to, it's not like before where you can afford to, you know, take your foot off the pedal with them teams and they won't really punish you. These teams will punish you. And that's what we're seeing. And I'm, I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. And I think any team that really comes up against a team like Japan, it will be a tough game for them. It will be a tough game for them. And um, yeah, that's what I've got to say on that. But yeah, guys, another update is coming on Sunday. And make sure you check the... I'm going to be streaming, doing live streams. I'm going to get back to that. And we can just keep the inter, in the interaction going. The live stream should be good. I'm going to be doing watch-alongs. So as soon as I get everything together, because I don't really want to do the whole laptop streaming thing, no. I'm going to set it up properly so we can watch the games together. Hopefully by, by the time this comes out, it's all sorted. And then tomorrow I can have some some live stream so yeah guys just let me know what your thoughts are let me know what you think about that England performance how far can England go what needs to change you know who are your favorites just comment below and yeah that's it we will or just comment if you're listening to this hashtag counterattack podcast so hashtag counterattack podcast at dapo ceo like use the socials get at me let's keep the engagement going because I'm going to do overload with the content. So guys, I will see you on Sunday again, or Monday, depending when it comes out. And have a great weekend, guys. Out.